Hey people, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm a sales coach and consultant who works with coaches, business owners, and people in the world of sales who want to become more comfortable and confident in selling in their own natural human way. If you're enjoying the podcast episodes and would like to access some great free resources linked to the podcast series through the monthly newsletter, which also includes podcast extracts and news on upcoming masterminds, live streams and events, then you can email me chris.hatfield at notanothersalesguy.com. That's chris.hatfield at notanothersalesguy.com and quote, let's do this. This episode of Not Another Sales Podcast is brought to you by Mindful Talent, a global coaching organization that trains aspiring coaches and innovative leaders. Their programs, The Trusted Coach and The Trusted Leader, are founded on the principles of mindfulness and developed in alignment with contemporary neuroscience, offering a globally recognized coaching qualification that is accredited by the Association for Coaching. Their online blended learning program has qualified hundreds of participants around the world, helping them to gain an edge in life and in business by increasing their emotional and social intelligence and their ability to connect with others. If you're interested in training with this incredible organization, which I would highly recommend, then you can visit their website and use my personalized URL code to gain 10% off any of their programs. www.mindfultalent.coach That's www.mindfultalent.coach and reference my code, not another sales. And now, on with the episode. The second installment of the World of Sales Evolution is all around uncovering your customers' challenges. For us to be able to provide our customers with a product or solution that fits their need, we need to ensure we understand their challenges, the impacts they have on their business, and the desired outcomes they want to achieve. In today's episode, my guests will talk you through some of the ways to do this through your mindset and the approach you take to questioning. So sit back, grab a pen and pad, and enjoy. Hey, peeps, what's going on? This is Keenan. I want to talk to you about uncovering your customers' challenges. Look, in sales, we got one, one job, one job, and that is to solve the problems and issues that our customers are having with the product or service we sell. That's it, right? But in order to do that, there's a lot more that goes into it. And the first part of it is you have to uncover and identify what issues and challenges your customers are having. What I like to say, what are the problems they're having? You have to move from product-centric selling, which is talking about your product, pitching your product, those stupid emails that say, hey, can I have 15 minutes of your time to talk about how our XYZ product can do this, this, and this? Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit about you or your product. You have to move from being product-centric to problem-centric. That's right, problem-centric. And the only way you can be problem-centric, a problem-centric seller is you have to become a problem-finder, right? So now as you start cold calling, now as you start sending out your emails, as you reach out to customers, if you have conversations with your customers, they all have to focus on and target potential problems that your customers or buyers are having or could have. And here's how you do that. Look, your product or service was built by your founders or by people in product marketing, whoever, to solve a problem. They didn't sit down one day and say, hey, here's a cool feature out of nowhere. It started with somebody struggles with, oh, we know people don't like, oh, we know people are having a hard time, but we know people can't do something, right? And whatever that can't do or unable to do is a problem, 
And so they built a solution to that problem. And that solution had a bunch of features that highlighted or allowed or enabled those people to get that thing done that they couldn't get done. Those are the problems, right? So then you need to understand what your product or service does as it relates to solving problems. So the first thing you need to do is before you start making calls, before you connect with your customers, write down every problem your product or service solves. So think about a three, uh, three column table. First column needs to be all the problems that your company solves. Okay. They need to be clear business problems. All right. The second uh, column is going to be the impact of those problems. If those problems exist, right? What impact does it have on an organization if those problems are there? So write them down. There should be a lot of them because impacts can be far and wide, right? So write all the impacts down if that particular problem exists. Then in the next column, uh, write down why do those problems exist or the root causes. So if a company's having XYZ problem, why do those problems exist in an organization? What causes them to happen? What causes them to pop up? Right? What's the root cause of those problems? Right? So you have problem one, you do the, the problem, the impact, the root cause, or why it happens, then go to line two and do it again. Problem number two, the impact of that problem existing and the root cause of that problem in the first place. And then do it three, three problems, four problems, five problems. You gotta get it to at least five clear, specific problems that your clients or customers or buyers could be having. Once you have that, now when you get on a discovery call, you can start asking questions around any angle there. You can start with the problem right away. You can say, do you find that your organization struggles with insert problem? Or you can go to impact. Hey, how does how is your organization um, uh, right now? Are you guys experiencing insert impact? I, I'm making this shit up right now, but are you experiencing uh, slow lead times or low conversions, or are you finding that your sales team isn't making quota, or are you finding that, um, oh shoot, are you finding that uh, uh, that it takes longer to close a deal than you would like, right? If you're in, it's selling something to help uh, in sales and you start with the impact. And then once they say, yes, you have the impact, then you can start tracing that back to the problem. And you ask more and more questions around that and then go back to the problem and say, hey, is this because you may be experiencing um, uh, poor Poor prospecting. Is that your problem? Your team isn't very good at prospecting. Hey, now that you say that, yes, boom, you found the problem, you found the impact, and then you can talk about the root cause. Well, poor prospecting can, the three or four causes of poor prospecting could be A, B, C. Now that you have that, guess what? I'm assuming that your product or service can solve A, B, C. They've told you they had a problem. They told you you've already discovered the impact of the organization. It's not pleasant. You've got something to sell now. That's how you do it. You start with the list of the problems. You start with you knowing what you're looking for. Once you know what you're looking for, it becomes just a simple, uh, I don't know, hunt, what a scavenger hunt, right? You just have to start asking the right questions to get the buyer to say, yes, I'm experiencing this in my organization. I'm experiencing this in my organization. I'm struggling with this in my organization. And if those things are on your list and those things that you can solve, now you've got something to sell and you have found the customer's challenges. So the key, my friends, here is start with the problem, write the problems down, write the impacts down, write the root causes down, put it in front of you, memorize it, study it, own it, embed it in your mind. And then every conversation you have, whether it's sending out a cold email, whether it's sending out, making a cold call, or whether it's in a discovery call, start asking questions around those things. And you will get to your customer's challenges. 
I guarantee it. All right, peeps, hope this helps. Go get after it. Hey, Chris. Thank you for inviting me to talk about a topic that I'm so passionate about. My name is Laurie Page, and I'm excited to be here to talk about uncovering your customers' challenges. To give you a quick background, I'm a sales consultant and have worked with hundreds of companies and even more sales reps in the B2B space, primarily technology companies. As salespeople, for us to be able to provide our customers with a product or a solution that fits their need, we need to ensure we understand their need and their challenges. This is one, if not the most important phase of the sales process. Some refer to it as a discovery phase. To win and retain customers in this environment, sales and and actually marketing as well, need to be knowledgeable about their customers' specific business needs. I always say to teams that technology is here to solve a business problem, period. And it's our role as salespeople to identify that business challenge and position our solution appropriately. So a few thoughts come to mind when I think about uncovering needs One, it should not feel like an interrogation to your customer. We need to be human and empathetic. It's all about engaging with our buyers. Again, not drilling them with 100 self-serving questions. Just have an engaging conversation with another human being. We accomplish this, in my opinion, by starting with knowing our buyers. This enables us to ask relevant questions. We can learn more about them and their business and be sincere about it. I think sometimes we pigeonhole customers into a conversation that we, sales reps, want to have. The great thing about selling today is we can find so much about our buyers and their business before we even engage with them. Some of the information is public, and then there are tools like LinkedIn, which we can leverage, Some of the challenges may be obvious and some you may need to infer. The key, though, is to gather information that can be useful. Leverage information so that you can lead with something relevant. And I always say if you make assumptions based on, so let's say uh, you're targeting an IT security director and you lead with something that is not the exact challenge for that particular person, it's better to swing and miss because this opens up a dialogue. The prospect may say, no, that isn't a top top challenge for me today. However, it certainly has been in the past. My focus is X. Now, all of this assumes that our sellers really understand the buyer, the business drivers that their solutions solve. So the approach I think needs to be, and think about it from your prospect's point of view. Why do they care? We often talk about features and benefits that are nice to have, but what impact will that have on my business? That's what your prospect is thinking about. Connect the dots for them, meaning how is your solution going to solve their business need? And we need to have identified and confirm that business need by uncovering our customers' challenges. So let me give you an example. 
If you're selling, let's say, a prospecting productivity tool to a VP of sales, do they care about productivity? Of course. However, if you ask them their primary responsibilities and what they lie awake at night worrying about, I bet they would say driving revenue, building pipeline, hiring top sales talent so that I'm not missing my revenue goals. However, if we focus the conversation around improving productivity by enabling reps to, say, make more dials, is that really super important? The VP of sales who's worried about driving revenue and building pipeline? Instead, if we position our solution to how it will have a direct impact on driving revenue and building pipeline, again, their primary need by improving productivity and prospecting techniques, now that will resonate. So in summary, my approach, know your buyer, take the time to learn about them, to ensure you're relevant in your questioning and positioning. Think about every interaction and communication from your buyer's perspective. I also always have said it's unfortunate that many of our sellers do not have direct experience being sold to in a B2B environment. Of course, we all do from a B2C perspective, but in a B2B environment, I guarantee that you would witness or experience firsthand some of the bad buyer experience experiences. So I'll leave you with one last tactical tip to better understand your buyers and what's relevant to them. Read 20, 30 job descriptions for your target buyer and realize what is important to them. Lastly, remember we must deliver value that can be by engaging in a relevant conversation. It doesn't always have to be providing a piece of collateral. Share customer stories of similar buyers in similar situations. I'm a huge fan of that. It resonates, right? It, it shows your buyers that you understand and ensures that you're able to have an engaging conversation to uncover their specific needs. So I hope you found this helpful, and thanks for listening. What's going on, everybody? James Bodden here, excited to talk with you for a few minutes about uncovering your customers' challenges. As a salesperson, we're inundated with information, tactics, methods of ways to draw information out of our prospects in order to understand their problems and align the solution that we're selling to one or more of those problems to create a mutually beneficial relationship. Now, when you're in a conversation with a customer, you've generated enough interest for them to talk with you for the first time. First of all, congratulations. Generating that interest and getting the opportunity to talk to that key prospect is truly a tough job and you've gotten there. But now, now is the time that you really need to listen. Uncovering your customer's challenges isn't about a certain line of questioning. It's not medic. It's not bant. I believe it's really just operating with common sense and putting yourself in the customer's shoes. 
the more and more that I have interactions with customers, potential customers, and the more and more I go about trying to uncover their true challenges, I notice several things that are pretty consistent. First, their guard is up. Their guard is up because they know they're talking to a salesperson. They know that they're talking to somebody who has an idea in their head of how they want this conversation to go, and they don't want to feel like they're being controlled. If I put myself in their shoes, I completely understand. When I get into a situation where I'm talking to a salesperson about something that I may be knowledgeable about, maybe not so knowledgeable about, my guard is up because I want to preserve my interest, my best interest. One of the biggest things that you have to realize in sales, and, and really this goes for life in general, is people, no matter who they are, are so much more concerned about their own agenda than anything else. So when you get onto that discovery call with a, with a potential client and you're talking for minutes and minutes on end about yourself, your company, your solution, all about you, the person, that potential buyer, that potential customer on the other end of the line could care less about where you went to college, about how long you've been with the company. That doesn't matter. It may be helpful for them to have some context around who the hell they're speaking with, but past that, you're really doing yourself no favors by continuing to talk about yourself. What you need to do, and this is something that I've found through many, many fails, to be quite honest, complete failures of talking to a customer and realizing afterwards that I really just blew it. The thing you need to have ready on your end, besides the willingness to listen, is you need to know the problems that your solution solves in the simplest form. When you walk into a conversation with a potential customer and your goal is to uncover their challenges, the first thing you need to have lined up and ready at a moment's notice is the list of problems that your solution solves. Because as you're listening to your customer, potential customer, and as you're talking to them, you need to be able to start connecting the dots of They've identified they have this pain point. They've identified they have this problem. And my solution solves that problem. Now I can bring the two together. And it makes sense. It makes common sense. Using common sense when trying to uncover your customer's challenges is the best piece of advice I can give you because it will force you to put yourself in their shoes. Think about how it would feel to be on the other end of this discovery call other end of this line of questioning. And then think about the fact that if you were out buying something and you presented a list of problems that you were trying to solve that you have, and the person you were talking to glanced right over it 
and started talking about themselves and not connecting the dots for you, how utterly pointless that conversation would feel. That's why you don't get callbacks. You don't get second follow-up meetings because you haven't taken the time to use common sense and you haven't put yourself in your customer's shoes to naturally be able to uncover those challenges. I'm not here... And I'm definitely not one that prescribes to a certain methodology. I believe that when you're trying to uncover your customer's challenges, you just need to act like a normal human being and ask them the types of questions that will help you figure out if the solution you're selling can help them. It's simple, it's not easy, and it takes practice and it takes repetition. And so those are my thoughts when it comes to uncovering your customers' challenges. Don't overcomplicate it. Make sure that you walk in prepared and make sure that you have the mindset that will allow you to truly listen and then connect the dots. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Hey people, thanks for listening to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts, you can find me on Instagram, Not Another Sales Guy, underscore in each of those words. You can also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing Not Another Sales Podcast. And also, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I go by the name of Chris Hatfield. So thanks again and stay tuned for another episode.